Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. Calvin Brown of Christ Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. The center, amen, of the universe, the center of heaven, the throne of God. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father and the center, the center of it all. Amen. You want to make sense of anything, you go to the source of life. You go to Jesus. You go to the Father God to have perspective, amen, to to know how things fit together, to know how your life fit together, to know who you are, where you are, amen. You got to go to the beginning. You you cannot just look in this earth realm, amen, this earth realm. The image can be marred. It can be out of whack. It can be out of order, hallelujah. But your peace is found in the Lord. Your wholeness is is found in the Lord. Amen. That's why we preach the kingdom. We teach the kingdom of God. We demonstrate the kingdom of God. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ Let us go on to perfection, not lay again the foundation of repentance from dead works and a faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Amen. So we believe this is the Apostle Paul saying that leaving the elementary principles of the doctrine of Christ, not that the things of Christ are common or mundane, but he's saying that when something is built, there's a foundation, amen, there's a beginning, a beginning point. When you were born again, that was the beginning point, amen, and so you were supposed to increase, amen, you're supposed to be perfected, you're supposed to be matured, in other words, that starting point is supposed to increase because the kingdom of God is supposed to increase. Amen. You're brought into the kingdom of God and the increase of his government and of his kingdom, there is no end. Amen. And so if you are to partake of the, the principles of Christ, amen, then you would grow. You would increase. Amen. You would go beyond the basic, amen, the basics of the foundation, repentance from dead works and faith toward God. Dead works are those things you did outside of the Lord, outside of the spirit of God, amen. Those are called dead works. And so once you got born again, you entered into the knowledge of God. I like to say you entered into the intimate knowledge of God. It's not book learning. Amen. It's not libraries full of books. Amen. Not even um, seminaries. Amen. Full of books. Amen. It is, it is the intimate knowledge of the Lord that changes, that changes you. And so that is how you build upon the foundation repentance from dead works and faith toward God. Everything you do is by faith toward the Lord. Anything, the Bible says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Now the just shall live by by faith. Amen. And so you, you must not be a child, so to speak. You must continue to grow. How can you tell something is alive and healthy? Amen. It grows. It matures and produces fruit. Amen. How can you tell something is alive and healthy? It grows. Amen. It matures. It produces fruit. Amen. What is the fruit 
Amen. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Your righteousness, your knowledge, your revelation of righteousness shall increase. Amen. We grow from faith to faith. There is a revelation of righteousness, the Bible says. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to those who believe, to the Jew first, but also to the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. You increase in peace. What is peace? Peace comes from the Lord and peace is with God. Amen. When Jesus was born into the world, the angel said, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. You have peace with God when you're reconciled with him, when you're not estranged from him, when you are not in rebellion against him. Before you were born again, you were in rebellion unto the Lord, a rebellion against the Lord. So righteousness, peace, and joy, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. So your joy in the Lord is supposed to get full. Your joy is supposed to increase. It is, it is a revelation of being enraptured. Amen. In the things of God. And that revelation of that, which produces unquenchable joy. Amen. We say the, the fruit also. Amen. The, the fruit of the Spirit, that, that being in divine union with the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, meekness, self-control. Amen. Goodness. Against such, there is, there is no law. Amen. So you're supposed to increase and mature in the truth, the, the reality as it comes from God, as it comes from heaven, as it is embodied in Jesus, the truth. The Lord requires truth in the inward part. Amen. So leaving the elementary principles. Amen. Leaving the basics. Increase. Grow. Amen. Mature. Amen. Show that God's life is in you, that you are entwined with the Lord. Amen. That he is your vitality. He is your life. Hallelujah. You show it. Hallelujah. And so you have to increase. You have to mature. You have to be perfected. Amen. Amos 3.3, 3, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? Except they be agreed. How can they walk together? So if you're going to walk with God, you have to agree with him. So that, that is the increase. That you got born again because you knew that you needed to be saved. But life, eternal life comes from walking with the Lord. And you cannot walk with the Lord unless you are in agreement with him. 1 Corinthians 6, 7. They that are joined unto the Lord are one spirit. Your heart must be one with the Lord. In other words, you're not against the Lord. Your heart is not different. Amen. Estranged from the Lord. Rebelling against the Lord. Amen. Your heart is joined unto the Lord. So whatever his will is, is your will. Amen. And then the Bible says, receive with meekness, James 1.21, receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. You cannot walk with the Lord unless your soul is saved. You cannot walk with the Lord unless your mind be renewed. So salvation of soul is likened unto renewing of mind Salvation of soul is continuing in the truth, amen, abiding in the truth, the, the reality, amen. Your reality is the truth, just like God's reality is the truth. Doesn't matter what man say, doesn't matter what the world says, God's reality is the truth. And so when the truth is agreeable unto you, that you choose it with delight, that's when your soul is saved, is not trying to beg you and beg you 
amen, to be saved. And you say, well, I'll say these, these words, but I don't really mean it, amen. Your soul receive with meekness, humility, amen, submission, amen. Re receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. So that you, to walk with God, you must be in agreement with him. Whatever God says, yea, you say yea. Whatever God says, nay, you say nay. And that is your truth. That is your reality. You're not trying to fool yourself. You're not trying, you're not trying to fool God. Amen. That is maturity. That is growth. That is the house being built. Amen. Lest the Lord build a house, they labor in vain. Amen. Because if you do not walk in the truth, you will walk in a lie. What is the main lie that the devil uses? Victimhood is the lie. Amen. Victimhood is the lie that the devil uses to get people not to walk in the truth. Amen. You want what you want when you want it. Amen. If you don't get what you want when you want it, it's somebody else's fault. Amen. And now you become a victim and now you become justified in your victimhood. But to for there to be a victim, amen, there must be a, a false enemy. The devil does not want you to consider him the enemy. And so he wants you to be angry with people. Amen. They've, they've cut you off. They, they short, shorten you. Amen. You've not gotten what you wanted and it, it was somebody else's fault. They are a boogeyman. They are a false enemy. Amen. All the while, the devil is pulling all the strings in your life. Amen. And so what happens? There is a false reality based upon victimhood. Amen. That is inserted in the world. A false reality based upon victimhood. Now, you'll never attain to the things of God because you're clinging to a lie, falsehood. Falsehood is essentially idols. Idols are upheld by devils. Amen. So, so you cannot be pure in your walk with the, with the Lord. How can two walk together except they be agreed? Amen. You're not in agreement with the Lord, though you call yourself a Christian and you're not growing. Come, You say, you know. Pray for me because of this victimhood. Amen. And one thing about trying to exact something out of people for, for you to be made whole, you trying to exact something out of people, you'll never be satisfied. Amen. Even if a people say, historically, I, I get it, you know, that that. Injustice. We did some injustice against your four people, four fathers. Amen. And so that we want to make it right. You'll never, you'll never be made whole. You'll never be made right. Because then the game would be up. If there was a price that somebody could pay to make it right, Holy Ghost then the devil would be out of business. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you there is a price that was paid to make it right. Hallelujah. Jesus paid that price. He's the only one. Hallelujah. You can't get it out of man. That, that is false doctrine. Amen. That is, that is not the truth. And so you can't walk together with God. Amen. You can't walk with God because you're not in agreement with God. Amen. And you say, don't, don't take away my victimhood is all I got. Amen. <laughs> so you say, don't take away my victimhood. So you'll never grow. You'll never be perfected. You'll never increase in the things of God. You'll never be 
spiritual. Now, I know that sounds harsh, but you will not because that the things of God are spiritually discerned. I'll show you that in, in the word. And you're operating by the dictates of the flesh. Amen. And the two does not, they do not agree. Amen. In the book of James, the book of James, chapter four. James, <clears throat> chapter four. Verse seven, it says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. So the devil will automatically flee from you if you submit to God. Amen. That's what I'm, I'm teaching you. I'm showing you that the word must be precious to you, more precious than victimhood, more precious then anything else that can be named the word of God, who is Jesus, must be the pearl of great price. Amen. That you sell everything else for. You lay everything else down for. It has to be the treasure buried in the field that you sell everything else for the field that carries, that holds the treasure. Amen. The kingdom of God. Amen. Holds the treasure, the word of God, Jesus, and he must consume you and his spirit must consume you and the word must consume you that you are no more of the world. Amen. The fire must of God must burn you, hallelujah, so that you are no more of the world. It must consume you. Amen. So we see that to walk with God, there is an aspect of submission. You cannot walk with God unless you know how to submit. Submit to God, <laughs> resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. So you must submit yourself, the Bible says, under the mighty hand of the Lord. Amen. So you cannot walk in dominion unless you know how to submit. Amen. God says, it's all yours. Just submit. Amen. I'll be one with you. Submit to me. Submit to my word. Amen. Heaven will back you up. The kingdom will back you up. The Holy Ghost will back you up in this, in this sinful world. I'm going to back you up. Amen. So that you cannot walk with God unless you're able to submit to him. Amen. Submit to his truth. Now, if you're not willing to submit to God, if you're not willing to submit to his truth, you are saying in essence that you are God. Amen. That he's not God. A God is to be submitted unto. And there's one God. Amen. So it's, it's very easy. We don't have to worry about all these purported gods out there. Amen. There's one God. Amen. And how do you submit to God? By submitting to his word, by submitting to his Holy Spirit. That is important, both. Because I met and many of people who said that they are submitted to the word of God. And yet I present the truth of the word and they say, no, I'm not submitted to that. And so submission to God is submission unto his word by the Holy Spirit. That's where that scripture come into play. The, the Bible says that those that are joined unto the Lord, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 7, those that are joined unto the Lord, they are one spirit. So, so if you are submitted unto God and joined to God, your heart would exemplify his truth. The same thing that the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit would say, your spirit would be one with that. Your heart would be one with that. Amen. And because you don't know everything as the Holy Ghost brings you to the knowledge of the truth, you will always be submitting unto God's truth. You haven't been perfected completely. You don't know everything. And so when that vital life comes, that information, that intimate knowledge, that truth comes, you say, oh, Lord, that is the truth. I submit to that truth, 
to continue to walk with you. And as you submit to that truth, you do continue to walk with him. There's no, you haven't stopped walking with the Lord. You haven't stopped maturing. Amen. Submit, submit, therefore submit to God. Resist the devil and the devil can't, can't hang in that situation. Amen. He has to flee because you rejected him. You know, God is always a God who gives you a choice. Amen. He says, behold, heaven and earth to record this day, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing good and evil. Therefore, choose life, choose the blessing. Amen. That's the same thing God gave man that choice. Amen. In the midst of the garden was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He says, don't eat of that. Don't partake of that. He said no such thing about the tree of life. Amen. And so man had a choice. He chose the wrong thing. Amen. He rejected the word of God. Amen. And so we are as Christians, the body of Christ, the church, we are being brought to a place. Y'all ever notice that the Lord he leads the sheep. The Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they, they comfort me. Amen. And so the 23rd Psalm talks about how God leads the sheep and if that individual, amen, would gain his protection from the Lord, his sustenance from the Lord, then he would walk with the other sheep, that God would lead the flock, amen. The good shepherd lays down his life for the, for the sheep, amen. If you personally, the Bible says that God desires truth, in the inward parts, amen. If you would personally love the Lord that greatly, amen, to regard his truth, that you would be a part of the light, amen. The Bible says that the fellowship is in the light, truly, amen. Our fellowship is in the light, amen. And so the, the flock is being led by Jesus the good shepherd, amen. So you notice how he leads the flock, amen. It's his delight. Yes, he loves you individually. That's his delight. But if he could ever get two to walk together and be agreed, amen. The, 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 the Bible talks about two is better than one. And a threefold cord is not easily broken, amen. The word and the spirit in the midst of us, us, God in the midst of us, amen, is the strength that cannot be broken, amen. So the church has been playing games and God's ministers, amen, who hear his voice, God says, okay, my sheep are scattered. I want you to gather my sheep from the places where they have been scattered, where they have listened to strangers, well, they, where they have listened to other voices, amen. I want you to gather them by the truth, amen. The Bible says that God looked for shepherds, pastors, after his own heart, amen, that would feed his flock with the knowledge and understanding, amen, not tickle their fancy, not tickle their ears, amen but would feed the flock. And so the church has been scattered, amen. And so now you're being brought to the carpet, so to speak, because you did not know what was going on because you did not fully walk in the truth, amen. So now, many times, the truth is new to you, amen. The truth will arrest you. The truth will stop you in your wandering ways and bring you back and bring you back to the Lord, amen. So you're called to know God by knowing his spirit, who is God in the earth. So God's spirit is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is God in the earth. 
So you're called to know God. You're called to walk with God. As you walk to God, you begin to intimately know him as you walk in the truth. And the truth, you become fitted for the truth. You choose the truth. Your soul is saved. You choose the truth. Your heart is at peace and enjoy with the truth instead of trying to enjoy the, 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 the spirit of the world. Amen. The ways of the world. That, that the Lord satisfies you. Amen. And so you're walking with the truth as you, you're called to know God by knowing his Holy Spirit. Amen. You don't grow in the flesh, but in the spirit by the word of God. Amen. In Luke chapter one, the book of Luke. Chapter 1, verse 80, speaking of John the Baptist, it says, So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his manifestation. Amen. So John the Baptist, he grew in the spirit as he was separated from the world and that he was receiving the knowledge of God. Did you know? that the Holy Spirit wants to be one in you. When you were born again, you received the Holy Spirit. Amen. And you're called to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, to pray, amen, the prayers that the Lord would give, amen, to speak the language that the Lord would give, to set your mind aside and to learn to hear from the Lord and agree with the Lord. John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. Amen. He went, amen. As, as a young man, he went into the desert, into the wilderness until the time of his appearing. He grew in the spirit. Amen. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. Speaking of Jesus, it says, And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. The child grew and became strong in spirit. How do you become strong in spirit? The, the Holy Spirit dominates your spirit in a good way. Amen. The Holy Spirit dominates your spirit. The child grew and waxed strong in the spirit, amen. So the spirit increased, amen. This Holy Spirit took control of his heart, amen. And so he increased more and more in the spirit. What I'm trying to say is this, your, your growth, your increase in the spirit is in proportion to you being strong in the Lord, strong in the spirit, acknowledging the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit dominating in your heart, in your spirit. Amen. Your spiritual reality is who you are spiritually. It should be when your spirit and soul are one with God and then begin to dominate your body or your flesh. Amen. Your soul is your chooser. You can go either way. You can be carnal. You can choose carnality. Amen. That's the flesh. That's not the will of God. Or you can have the mind of the spirit. You can choose what the spirit is saying. Amen. And to become spiritual. Amen. If, if you're only choosing what the Holy Spirit is saying, you will indeed be spiritual. Amen. Praise be to God. And so you are one with God, or you should be, not striving with him or rebelling against him. The whole Bible is, is, is about that, believe it or not. The whole Bible is about whether you are one with the Lord, amen, whether you're with him, whether you are one with him. Jesus said the greatest commandment, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Therefore, I want you to see the connection, therefore, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, your mind, your strength, your might. Amen. And so the, the whole word of God 
is about whether God's people, God's people would be one with him or would be against him. Amen. To love him and embrace him or resist him. To be contentious with him. Amen. To rebel against him. The, the whole word, Genesis to Revelation, is God purposing to give man his heart by giving man his spirit. Amen. Oh, the whole Bible. <laughs> the, the, the Bible says that God would not strive with man always. That was before the flood. That they were violent. They were rebellious against him. Amen. Except for Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. God would always have salvation. Amen. Which is a type of Jesus. God would always have salvation. God would always have an ark. Amen. God would always raise up a deliverer. Amen. To save the people who before times were serving idols. Amen. And taken into captivity. Amen. So Adam and Eve, you know, the Noah, the Tower of Babel, the, the, the um, Sodom and Gomorrah, the, everything is about who will be on the Lord's side. Amen. This is a kingdom. And so those that are not with the Lord are against the Lord. That's what you need to find out. That's what you need to know. Those that are not for the Lord, those that are not with the Lord, they are against the Lord. So from a kingdom perspective, the spirit in them is against the Holy Spirit in you to do the will of God. You're, you, the Holy Spirit in you is that which causes you to do the will of God and not to stumble. Amen. And so there is an army arrayed against you. Amen. But the Bible says greater is he that is in us than he that is that is in the world. Amen. And so you're called to be one with the Lord. If you're not one, and you can only be one by the Holy Spirit, if you're not one with the Lord, you will be against him. And when, when the, the, the fight is called for, amen, you will be on the devil's side. You'll be on with the spirit of the world. If, if you are not filled and controlled by the Holy Spirit, the spirit that will provoke you, amen, the spirit that will agitate or activate you against God's spirit is the devil's spirit, amen. And so the Lord saved you out of the world, amen. The Bible says that Jesus saved us out of this world that in whom we, we were taken captive through lust, amen. And so the Lord saved us from this present, this present evil world. Amen. Hebrews chapter three. The book of Hebrews chapter three, verse 15. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the wilderness. Amen. It says that they tested me and they tried me and they saw my works 40 years. Who were they whose hearts were hardened? It was the ones who refused the voice of the Lord. The Holy Spirit will give voice to God's word. Amen. And so God always required that people would hear his voice, his people would hear his voice and respond to his voice in Willing obedience. Amen. Amen. If you're not willing to do that, you would harden your hearts against his voice. It's still going on today. These are not references to Old Testament scriptures that you say, oh, that's nice. Amen. As if it does not pertain to you. Same thing today. I'm preaching the word. Some people receive the word. The, the voice, the Holy Spirit put voice on the word. Amen. 
And so the Spirit of God is able to give impartation. If you receive his voice, the voice of his word, he can impart into you fruitfulness, the ability to do that word. Amen. If you accept that word, amen. Don't strive against that word. Don't harden your heart. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verses 9 through 16. But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard nor entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit he knows the things of God. He searches the deep things of God. And everything that God has prepared, he has prepared for those who love him. And it's the Holy Spirit is the one that reveals the things that God has prepared for us. That our natural eyes and ears don't know how to see or hear. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man, which is in him. Amen. So just a quick little teaching. No one knows the things of man, the truth about what's, what's really in man, except his heart. And so that's why, this is just a little aside, you do not submit your heart to somebody like um, a fortune teller or because you just submitted your heart. No one knows things of a man except the spirit of man, which is in him. So you just submitted your spirit to a witch doctor, Holy Ghost, to a witch doctor, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, to a witch doctor. Yeah, someone. You say you are a Christian. Hallelujah. But, but you looked for truth from other sources. Hallelujah. Witch doctors, fortune tellers, those who call themselves spiritists, yes, those who call themselves spiritists, you submitted your spirit and you marveled that they knew some things. Holy Ghost, the Lord says, truly this is witchcraft, amen. And you must be purged. You must completely denounce those spirits for they have entered into your home. Holy Ghost. Your intimate chamber, your bedroom, they have entered into your bedroom. They have entered into the relationship between your husband and your wife. The husband and the wife. You said, but they knew some things. Hallelujah. It was because you submitted your spirit to them. Amen. And so the Lord says, know the spirit, test the spirits by the spirits, whether they be the spirits, the spirit of God. Amen. Those who confess that Jesus has come in the flesh. Amen. That Jesus is alive. Amen. That Jesus by his spirit in this earth realm, as you are submitted to your coverings. Hallelujah. The Lord says, and essentially, evidently speaking, to women, hallelujah, and men, but he's, 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 he's really speaking to women. He's, he says your covering, amen, should be your husband, amen. That is what I recognize. And also your spiritual covering. This is for men and women, which is the man of God that he has given to cover you. Amen. He says, ask me because these things are of me. Amen. Uh, that I'm invested in your protection. I'm invested in your protection, saith the Lord. That is that is Korobosha, my covenant, and that is my counsel. Hallelujah. Serobosha de Bosandero. 
They do, they do, they do. So sever, amen, break off those ties between witch doctors, between fortune tellers, between spiritists, amen. Quotable shatah, and I will cleanse you from defilement and I shall bring you under the proper covering, saith the Lord, amen. Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, no one, it says, no one knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. That's verse 11. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Amen. So you cannot say you know God without receiving it from the Holy Spirit, because according to the word of God, the only one that knows things of God is the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you cannot know God without knowing the Holy Spirit. Now, this may seem strange, and yet God placed it here the whole time as the way for you to know him and to be intimate with him. No one, no one knows the things of God except the Holy Spirit of God. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things which have been freely given unto us by God. So not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches. So this is not man's wisdom teaching, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So the Holy Spirit teaches us spiritual things as he compares spiritual things. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. The natural mind, the carnal man, the natural man, amen. So only the spirit man, your heart is the real you. Paul says that are you not carnal and behaving as mere men? He says to the church in Corinth, that they are not acting spiritual. I want to tell you spiritual things, but for now, I could not tell you because you're carnal. <laughs> Amen. So the Holy Spirit compares spiritual things to teach you spiritual things, even to receive your inheritance, which is of the Lord. It says, no man can know them for they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges or discerns all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. They don't know you. <laughs> you are of the spirit. They don't know you. <laughs> Amen. The carnal people don't know you. Even the Christians, the carnal-minded Christians, they don't know you. <laughs> Man, they can't judge you. Hallelujah, because it is spiritually discerned. For who has known the mind of the Lord that they may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. That's very important. I don't want to gloss over that. We don't instruct God. God instructs us by the Spirit. Amen. We have to know the Holy Spirit to know God. He will begin to reveal what is the truth within us. Amen. Which God requires in us inwardly. Amen. So we don't instruct him. He instructs us. We don't guide him. He guides us. It says, but we have the mind of Christ. And that is exactly what that means. What I said, receive with meekness. The engrafted word, which is able to save your soul, save soul, renewed mind, mind of Christ, choosing righteousness, righteousness, peace, and joy. Amen. I wish I could teach the, even those parts, that joy part. Yeah, the, 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 the kingdom of God is not of food, amen, or drink, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy. In the Holy Ghost, righteousness, what God intended from the beginning for man, amen, peace. That which is brought unto God will be brought into peace. Everything that is in disorder, amen, the Lord will save your life. He will save your marriage, amen, that he will prosper you and increase you. Everything that was out of order, God brings into peace. He brings into divine order, righteousness, peace, and joy the Holy Spirit, the joy of the Holy Ghost, amen, is the, the oil of gladness, amen. It is the oil of gladness, amen, that saves and heals 
and delivers and brings back right and bring in your, 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 your right mind. It is that which causes you to, to laugh inexplained, you know, inexplicably. Amen. You can't explain it. Amen. But the Lord, Holy Ghost, but the Lord is healing you. Hallelujah. Delivering you. Hallelujah. Even from the inside out. Hallelujah. His joy will get a hold of you. Not contrived. Not contrived. Amen. It's the elixir. <laughs> you say, Father, what you talk? Elixir. It's the new wine. Hallelujah. It's for those who drink the, the, the new wine. Hallelujah. That gets rid of the old. Hallelujah. Serubo. You never knew joy. You've been trying to do it. You've been trying to hold it together. You've been trying to save face, keep face. You, you've been trying to, to put on a, 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 a certain a, a picture that you are, what you are. Hallelujah. And it, it takes strain within you. But that which is of the Lord is free. It is, it is free flowing. Hallelujah. It is, it is the joy of the Lord, which shall break forth even in services. Hallelujah. Did you think that the minister knew everything? Hallelujah. For the Bible declares when there was one sound that the glory would fill the, the temple. Amen. When everyone and everything made one sound. Amen. One Oneness, one sound, amen. When they hit that, one, spiritually speaking, when they hit that note, hallelujah, that the, the glory would fill the temple and the ministers could not stand to minister because of the glory. <laughs> you, I wish you knew what I was talking about. Holy Ghost, I come in fear and trembling, did you think I knew everything? I would prefer. <laughs> Holy Ghost, I would prefer the glory, hallelujah, to fill the temple as we are one mind and one accord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I would be out with you being out under the heaviness of the glory of God. I would be laughing. Just like you're laughing, holy ghost, you would be healed, you would be saved, you would be delivered. Hallelujah! Praise be to God! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! So it's, it's the Holy Ghost, it's the Holy Ghost teaching you the word, you being one with that word in agreement with that word, not striving. Not striving against that word. Amen. So oneness with God produces fellowship through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oneness. You make a decision. Amen. Lord, not my will, but yours be done. You make a decision the way Jesus made a decision. Amen. You, that means your, your heart is open to fellowship. Amen. Of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You are a candidate for communion. For communion or for those at the Lord's table. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Communion, communion, communion. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. <laughs> communion is for those who are seated at the Lord's table. <laughs> Amen. In the kingdom, the king, the king's house, the king's court. Amen. Communion. You're, you're seated at the Lord's table. He prepared a table. Amen. You are in agreement with him that he is the king, that he is the Lord. Amen. And now we, we dine together. Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Amen. You open up. We'll dine together, saith the Lord. Amen. In Philippians, the book of Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2, <clears throat> verses 1 
through eight. We just talked about the mind of Christ. <clears throat> the mind of Christ being one with the will of God, being one with God. It says, <clears throat> verses one to eight. Therefore, if there's any consolation in Christ, <clears throat> excuse me, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any affection and mercy. So what am I talking about? The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And it comes from you being one with the Lord or making that decision and allowing the Holy Spirit to make you one. <coughs> Therefore, if there is any consolation or comfort in Christ, any comfort of love and any fellowship of the spirit and any affection and mercy. Amen. Fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interest of others. So serving others. You're not putting yourself ahead at the expense of others, okay? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of man, of men, and being found in the appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even to death on the cross. So it says, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ. The Bible says we have the mind of Christ. We don't instruct God, but God instructs us. So what is the mind of Christ? The mind to serve. The mind, though he was Lord, though he was king, he humbled himself in the form of a bondservant to serve, to serve man. And so we have this same mind within us, <clears throat> which comes through the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I said, you cannot know the Lord without knowing the Holy Spirit, because no one knows the things of God but the Holy Spirit. And so you're called into fellowship with God through the Holy Spirit, who is God in this earth. So you, you understand what I'm saying. You cannot know God through without fellowshipping with God, <laughs> the Holy Spirit. You cannot know the Father God. You cannot know Jesus. Amen. Without fellowship, the fellowship of the Spirit, it will give you the mind of Christ, the mind to serve, where you would be one with others in mind to serve. And so the body of Christ would be functioning because we are called to serve. Amen. That's what a minister is. A minister is not some high vaunted, you know, high faluting um, um, office of his, of his own, even though you must recognize apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers and give honor to whom honor is due. But we do not of ourselves say that we are all this and we're all that serve us. That we, what we desire is for people to see the spirit of Christ upon us and in us operating through the humility, giving our life. This is, if I had time to get into it, what it is basically saying is service is giving your life. Amen. You give your life, amen, unto the Lord, even while you were, are living. Amen. And then 2 Corinthians. There's much more there, but I want, I want to get to this scripture also. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. Paul says, Finally, brethren, farewell. 
become complete or mature or perfected. Be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Man, that's fellowship. The God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss, and all the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. So again, we see the communion of the Holy Spirit being tied to oneness of mind and being in that love and that peace, that fellowship with the Lord. Amen. You cannot know the Lord, hallelujah, without knowing his spirit. You cannot know his spirit without engaging at the communion table, being seated at the table, the fellowship Fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, communing with the Holy Spirit, amen. Having that mind which was in Christ Jesus, that mind to, to serve. You're one with the Lord. That's what he wants you to do, amen. There are souls that need to be saved, amen. There are people dying. There are people being slaughtered, massacred throughout the whole world, amen. There are people who've not known the Lord, amen. There, there are people in, in governments, governments, amen, which are, which are wicked, amen, which are perpetuating evil throughout the land, which are trying to thwart the plans of God. There's much to be done. Amen. There's the harvest, amen, to be, to be brought in. God has called us to be fishers, of men. Amen. But you won't do it if your heart is not one with the Lord. You won't do it. Amen. You won't do it. <laughs> or you may try to get some glory for yourself. Amen. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery, to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Everything works in the kingdom a certain way through the knowledge of the Lord. My people are sure of a lack of knowledge. Knowledge is in essence intimate knowledge. Everything else is book knowledge. <laughs> Man, knowledge which puffs up instead of humbles. <laughs> humbling, humbling yourself before the Lord. Hallelujah. So the Lord says, we got to get on with it. There's, there's much Hallelujah, he has to teach us, amen. So there's much fellowship that needs to occur, fellowshipping, amen. Now, I'm not talking about a donut or a cookie and a cup of coffee, not necessarily, amen. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying one heart, one mind, those that are joined unto the Lord are one spirit, amen, one heart, one mind with the Lord, amen. Salvation of soul, your soul being saved, where it is it is just right within you to choose what is right. It's, it is comfortable, it is peaceful, amen, to choose what is right, amen, because he has you. Praise be to God. So Father God, I thank you for this message. I thank you, Lord, hallelujah, that you're teaching us your ways. I thank you that your foundation is being built upon. Hallelujah. Jesus is not only the chief cornerstone. Amen. He is the foundation. Amen. And so that building is going, going up straight. It is going up right. Amen. I thank you that we are your planting and we produce fruits, fruit of righteousness. Amen. And peace and joy. Amen. I hear the word of the Lord, labor of love. Amen. That we do labor in love. It's a labor. A labor of love, amen. What's a labor of love? A labor of love is Jacob serving Laban for the hand, uh, for, for the, the hand of Rachel, amen. And he loved her so much, amen, that that time went by the seven years, the 14 years, and even more, it went by effortlessly, amen, as he labored because of love, amen. And so that's the word I just heard the Lord say, labor of love, 
that we labor. Everything is effortless. Everything is a rest because of how much we love the Lord. Amen. And so, Father God, let, let not this word just lay flat. Lord, let it find someone. Let it touch someone. Let it change someone is, is my prayer, Lord God. Hallelujah. Whoever would see this, hear this, Lord God. The, the gospel is published abroad. Amen. Let it touch those hearts and let it change them in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.